You're listening to the American Journal of Perinatology podcast. This episode is another in our regular series, taking an in-depth look at the SMFM pregnancy meeting. To find out more about the meeting, go to www.smfm.org or go to the AJP homepage at www.tima.com forward slash AJP. Welcome back. This is Christopher Robinson with the American Journal of Perinatology, and we are joined today at the Society for Maternal Fetal Medicine Pregnancy Meeting 2018 by Nan Raguraman, who presented oral abstract number eight in the opening plenary of the Society of Maternal Fetal Medicine entitled Oxygen for Category 2 Intrauterine Fetal Resuscitation, a Randomized Non-Inferiority Trial. Nan, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm uh, currently a third-year fellow at Washington University in St. Louis, and I'm actually staying to join faculty there afterwards. So That's exciting. So yeah. congratulations on being selected for the opening plenary. Thank you so much. It's an honor. It is. That, is. that is awesome. So we look forward to hearing more about your study. This is obviously studying a very commonly used obstetric practice for which we really don't know the underlying you know, pros and cons. Tell me a little bit about your study, why you decided to pursue it, and a little bit about your design. Yeah, we, you know, what made me interested in the particular study was just being on labor and delivery on a daily basis. It's one of the most commonly used interventions on labor and delivery, oxygen administration. In fact, over two-thirds of patients in the United States get oxygen at some point during their labor, and it's an intervention that we provide to so many people without knowing so little about it. The other thing that kind of drew my attention to it was a lot of literature in the neonatal area and in adults that show that too much oxygen is actually harmful. And because of that data, I was sort of motivated to see whether over-oxygenating the fetus also was associated with similar risks. So that was sort of the thinking behind this trial. So it's a great point. I mean, we do things every day, and oftentimes we don't actually have the underlying understanding of what it is that we're doing. For instance, resuscitation has moved from oxygen to room air. And so it would be a natural question to ask at this point. So when you started this trial, what was the background of in your own institution, the application of oxygen would be used and under what circumstances? Yeah, you know, in general, the way our uh, nursing and house staff will administer oxygen is for a wide range of category two tracings. There aren't any specific patterns in terms of indication, but just anything that the provider looks at and feels concerned about. And usually the protocol for administration at our institution is 10 liters per minute by face mask. Okay. So one of the other things I've noticed clinically is oftentimes we'll start oxygen, but there's no clear parameter for when we stop oxygen. Do you have any any thoughts on, you know, utilization of oxygen and when do we turn it off? Yeah. We also noticed something very similar at our institution prior to this trial is that the patient would receive an oxygen face mask and it would indefinitely stay on and no clear sort of cutoff or definition for when it should be removed or or taken off. And I think there's very little in terms of observational data about 
you know, how long patients receive oxygen or any formal recommendations for when it should really be removed or stopped. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I think there's also some concerns about free radicals that may form as well in some of these individuals that may be at risk for acidosis as well. So there's a lot of concern there. So when you started your study, who was your recruitment population? Who did you, who yeah, did you we, enroll? We enrolled um, patients that were full-term um, singleton pregnancies and admitted to labor and delivery either for spontaneous labor or uh, for an induction of labor. Okay. And so these were randomized subjects, and your specific trial design was non-inferiority in this circumstance. Is that right? Right. Okay. What was your specific study outcome in this? Yeah, our primary outcome was umbilical artery lactate. And we chose that as the outcome because there's a lot of preceding evidence that suggests that lactate is a good surrogate marker for neonatal morbidity, specifically hypoxia-related neonatal morbidity, mm-hmm. and that it's actually um, performs better as a predictor than some of the other things we normally look at in a cord gas like pH and, mm-hmm. and base excess. And so that's why we chose that as the primary outcome. Okay. And this was performed on cord gases? Correct, yeah. Okay. Um, a segment of the cord that was collected at time of delivery. Okay. And were the women enrolled in the trial, were they also receiving identical or similar fluids? Yeah, it's a great question. So we did keep track of the other forms of intrauterine resuscitation that the Mm -hmm. patients received, and they were similar between groups. That included things like fluid administration, repositioning the mom, stopping or slowing the oxytocin. Mm -hmm. And lactated ringers, what was your specific fluid that was preferred in the study? Yeah, in general, our choice of fluid is dependent on the comorbidity that the patient Mm -hmm. has, but... For the most part, we tend to use lactated ringer. Okay. Okay. So tell me, how many patients did you randomize in this trial? In total, we had 114 patients that were randomized. There were 57 to oxygen and 57 to room air. Okay. And what were your findings? We found that there was no difference in um, umbilical artery lactate between groups. Since this was a non-inferiority study, we also had a non-inferiority margin that um, Mm -hmm. we had previously established prior to starting the study of about 30%. And that was decided based on a cutoff of a lactate cutoff of 4.5, above which we know there's a clear association mm-hmm. with neonatal morbidity. And we found that by administering room air instead of oxygen, there was no difference in lactate, and that the 95% confidence intervals in the room air group did not cross that non-inferiority margin that we had previously set. So that is very interesting. So basically, one of the interventions that we depend upon to potentially improve outcomes in this study did not show a difference in those gases. That's right. After yeah. delivery. That's right. Now, was there any difference in, you know, one thing I would think about is potential oxygen carrying capacity of the patient themselves. So was yeah. there any difference in hemoglobin or hematocrit between the groups? Yeah, that's a great question. We actually have that information but haven't analyzed mm-hmm. it yet, but okay. it is a planned analysis sure. for the study. Sure, sure. So that's very interesting. So where do you see this going from here? I mean, this is this is certainly challenging something that many obstetricians across the country and nurses are taught to do as a portion of reversing that category two strip and supporting the baby. But it doesn't appear in this study, well-performed study, that it has any impact. Yeah, I think the results of this trial certainly kind of challenge the very popular administration of oxygen, mm-hmm. but may not necessarily be practice changing until we further explore whether there is a component of harm with mm-hmm. overoxygenation. Mm-hmm. So that certainly is the next step. But I do think the results um, really challenge the efficacy of, of what we think we're giving oxygen for. Absolutely. Thank you very much for taking time out of your day to speak with us today. Thank you for having me. Congratulations on your work. Thank you so much. That was the American Journal of Perinatology podcast. 
thank you for listening. You can find out more about the journal at www.tima.com forward slash AJP or check out our Facebook and Twitter pages. If you enjoyed our podcast, please rate us on iTunes and join us next time.